Hi, Rav Judah here with Bava Kama Parakeh Mishnah Zion. This Mishnah really gets off into a little bit of a tangent, uh, but there are a number of places in the Torah where the Torah deals with a mitzvah related to animals, and it uses different examples. The Torah very often uses the example of an ox, of a shore, but sometimes it uses shore of a chamor, or shore of a seh, and a, a sheep, different animals. And the point of this Mishnah is to teach you that in these cases, the animal being used, particularly the ox, is just an example, but really it applies to all different uh, kinds of animals, domesticated animals, etc. So, when we talk about animals falling into a pit and damages and all the things we've been discussing during this parak and earlier, we're talking about a shore or any other uh, domesticated animal. It doesn't really matter. It's any animal that belongs to someone. It doesn't have to be an ox. It applies to other things as well. That's why I frequently use the example of a dog, because more of us have dogs uh, in our community than, uh, than oxen. Ulafrashat um, Harsinai, and the mitzvah of the Torah gave that animals need to be pulled back to not allow them to go up on Harsinai during the giving of the Torah. Also, it's not just oxen, but it's other animals as well. Ulatashlume Kefel, and the rules about stealing things, that if someone, if you, if a person steals something and denies that they stole it and then they're caught, they have to pay double. And then one of the examples given is an ox. Um, also other, other animals, uh, donkeys, sheep, etc., are included there. So, uh, those are just examples. It really applies to all different animals. The frika, the mitzvah that if you see somebody else's animal struggling under a burden, it's a donkey, an ox, whatever it is, it's carrying too much weight and the animal's suffering, it's supposed to go help unload it uh, to get the weight off of its back. Lechasima, um, the prohibition against muzzling an animal that's working in the fields and it sees food right in front of it. Uh, you can't just let it sit there with the food in front of it and be muzzled. It's it's uh, it's wrong to muzzle it. Rather, uh, you have to. You're not allowed to muzzle it. You have to allow the animal to eat a bit as it goes along. Um, in Bava Metzia, it talks a little bit more about there are things you can do. If you have very expensive grain, you can give the animal a feed bag of lesser grain, but it has to be able to eat as it goes along. It can't see food and not eat. It's, it's not fair to the animal. It doesn't really understand. Lekilayim, the prohibition against cross-plowing, cross-working. Taking, for example, an ox and a horse and making them work together on a team to pull a plow. An ox and a donkey. Um, and also for Shabbat, for the Shabbat, the prohibition against working your animals on Shabbat. In all these cases, the fact that the Torah used the example of an ox or an ox and something else is just an example that really could be any animal. That was just the Torah using uh, this particular one as a as a um you know, give us an example to work with. So too with wild animals or birds. If so, why did the Torah use the example specifically of an ox or a donkey? The Torah was speaking in the presence. The Torah was using a common example that would you know many people in many societies would be able to relate to. It's a normal case.